Welcome everyone to the Flourish podcast with Dr. Tony Ingram, where you will hear straight from some of the best practitioners and leaders in wellness on how to take control of your family's physical, spiritual, and mental health, because you were meant to flourish. As a reminder, this show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the Flourish podcast should be taken as medical advice. For your own specific medical advice, please always consult with your own healthcare providers and don't be dumb. Today, we have the lovely Dr. Laura Precourt with us of Reclaim Health in Plano, Texas. Dr. Laura Precourt, DC, graduated from Parker University with a bachelor's degree in anatomy, a doctorate in chiropractic, and is an applied kinesiologist. I almost said that straight without fumbling. She has over 800 postgraduate hours in brain chemistry, functional endocrinology, functional blood chemistry, advanced clinical nutrition, and is certified in NATE. Dr. Precourt has helped many people overcome allergies, skin conditions, brain disorders, blood sugar and hormone imbalances, weight loss, bulging discs, digestive problems of all types, scar tissue, pain disorders, emotions, trauma, autoimmune conditions, thyroid disorders, and adrenal fatigue. Having her own struggle with depression, anxiety, chronic illness, fatigue, your list is as long as all the people that you help, um, and insomnia, Dr. Laura, through her education and lifestyle changes, managed to reverse her diseases and reverse her need for medication. So Dr. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate that. You bet. Okay, so let's start from very beginning. Okay. What made you want to become a chiropractor? Well, I uh, I grew up watching my mother live in bed, basically. And so she had had multiple back surgeries in my entire life. My, my mother lived in bed. So I, uh, I wanted to be the doctor she never had. So I was actually working as a medical assistant in an internal medicine doctor's office for about four years. And he was the one who actually said, don't, don't go to medical school because that's where I was headed. He said, we've offered your mother everything we could possibly offer her. And by then, my mother had had 18 surgeries. And um, so he said, go be a chiropractor. So I... A medical doctor said that to you. Yes. That's amazing. And I said, I don't want to be a quacker practor <laughs> because... <laughs> Wait, say that word again. A, a quacker. A quacker practor. Because, you know, you hear it in the comedy shows. They're always making fun of chiropractors. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to crack backs for a living. And, uh, you know, God has his little sense of humor. So um, he sends the president of the chiropractic school to my office to get a stress test. Literally, like two weeks later after this conversation with my medical doctor and he threw me in there to um, do the stress test with him and we got to talking and he invited me to come to the chiropractic school and what really uh, made me very excited about this opportunity was when he said no we don't just treat pain we don't just treat back pain we treat the whole body because when you relieve the pressure off the nervous system which sends messages through the brain down the spinal cord out the nerves to all the organs and glands of the body then all kinds of things get better so I was like oh well that's exactly what I want to do actually so um that's what I did awesome. he said I, he would accept me right away so I started off my path at Parker University 
you started right like right after that um literally like two months later was the new trimester was starting oh my goodness and I was excited because I didn't have to go to medical school which was we would I would have moved out of state to actually go there so okay yeah it was a, a school that I had gotten into so Anyway, that's that was the journey. Now, what ended up happening is I didn't even realize that being on like eight medications was a big deal because I was raised no matter what symptom you had, just take a pill or just, you know, you just take medicine and yeah. you're all better. And um, so I ended up taking um, uh, three years, which is how long school was, and just slowly started to heal and started to eliminate the need for my medication did you wean yourself off um I did did you I did yeah um I didn't really have any doctor that was willing to they just wanted me to stop my medication like oh you don't want to be on it fine just stop it and people that I was going to school with said I I really wouldn't recommend that oh that's interesting because I was sick literally for 28 years I mean I had chronic colds chronic flus Uh, after they took my tonsils out when I was like 18 or 19 years old all I got was lung infections and, um, you know, I, it was just, I lived on antibiotics for like 28 years. And so I didn't even know how bad I felt until I started to feel better, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it was a wild, wild journey for me. And, uh, I learned that, you know, chiropractors treat the subluxation, you know, um, the interference, the bone out of place, but what causes it is physical, chemical, and emotional stress. So instead of just being like a traditional chiropractor, um, I ended up saying, well, why aren't we addressing the physical, chemical, and emotional stress? I, I can keep adjusting the bone, but then they're going to go out and do all the things that are make the bone go out of place. So I, um, like in my first year, I started taking applied kinesiology courses on the weekends. And... Um, and so that that's is the subject matter that they don't cover or don't cover very much. There's a one care. semester where you learn how to muscle test, okay. and uh, but it's not. I mean, I had to go to school every weekend for three years to to get to really own it. To, I gotcha. um, and so basically, it's it's a way of um, diagnosing people by using muscles to diagnose dysfunction going on in the body, and then figuring out whether you physically have to adjust them to get that to function better or chemically maybe give them a whole food homeopathic or herbal medicine to improve that function or um, maybe do emotional work have them think about a traumatic event and then I figure out where it's trapped in the body and and release it that way so it Mm -hmm. saved my life it it wasn't just chiropractic school it was that combined with applied kinesiology that really saved my life honestly so that's what I wanted to do for my patients So that, there's a lot in there that I want to dig in deeper. So Okay, so you you were a medical assistant first. Yes. Correct? Okay. I was just working, waiting to get uh, accepted into medical school. Into med school. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you had really a medical background. I did. Plus you lived. A medical background. My mom lived in the hospital. And in bed all my life. So that's all I knew. Right. That's all I knew. So when when you first got out of chiropractic school and started practicing, were you just the fixing subluxations kind of chiropractor? Or was that from the very beginning you found like that really wasn't enough? 
Um, of course I was just fixing subluxations, but I was also doing my applied kinesiology. So okay. I, I wasn't really From functional yet. Right. I wasn't doing functional medicine yet. I would, you know, every year I, I didn't, I always took courses for my continuing education and then some, as you could see all the hours that I did, but I was just, I was just a sponge looking for information. So I grew with my practice and, um, as my confidence grew, cause I really, I remember somebody telling me once, like, you have no idea how good of a doctor you really are. Cause I would always like ask them questions. I thought they were my mentor and they were my mentor, but they're like, you need to believe in yourself. And, uh, and that's all I needed. I just needed somebody to tell me you're a good yeah. doctor because unfortunately the story starts with my mom but by the time I graduated, my mom was like, well, I, I know, honey, I know, but I mean a real doctor. She would mm. literally say that to me, even though I had weaned Ooh. myself off of eight medications. I, I was happy and joyous, not depressed and yeah. tired all the time. And I wanted to help her, but she just, she was stuck in this, yeah. in the system mm. on 40 medications. And Gosh. she just didn't believe that, you know, we go through this world thinking that, life happens to us but really we're never taught that we can take charge of our own lives right so that's don't you think that's so much the state of our sad health as a society now is the fact that we've trained ourselves and the the medical mm -hmm. the medical industrial complex has trained us mm -hmm. not to feel like we have power over our own health that's right that's right that's that's the beauty about people always ask me, well, why didn't my medical doctor tell me this? Or when I go to seminars, especially the hormone seminars, when we have like OBGYNs that decide to go to these seminars, they literally stand up and they're like almost in tears because they're so angry. And they're like, why aren't we taught this stuff? Because yeah. we actually go through the physiology. Whereas I think what happens with the medical system is you learn all that, but it's like fed at you like this, right? Test after test after test after test. And then... Mm -hmm. Then school is gone, and then you're in residency. And mm -hmm. residency is just symptoms, lab tests, drugs, or surgery, right? That's it. Yeah. That's all they got. So you forget about physiology. Mm -hmm. You forget how the body actually works. You forget that we are beings from nutrition, from whole food. You know, like, that's how we function. With well, and really, we and forget minerals. how to think. Yes. As practitioners, like, yes. we, are, we are really taught out of thinking Mm -hmm. it's just do it's, this then do that and then do that and that they're really tied it's not their the fault protocol. they're tied right. i believe they go into it with a big heart thinking oh i'm oh, gonna absolutely. help people absolutely. and then they're bound they're literally handcuffed to the system and the insurance system that dictates no you can't do that no you can't do this there were times when i worked as a medical assistant where my doctor would be like i want them to have this medication and insurance would say no and he'd be like but they need this medication for that and the insurance would say no we won't pay for that medicine. So even the doctor can't even, he's still trapped within the box. And uh, I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad. Uh, but I'm so grateful that God literally, you know, threw me into chiropractic because that's what it felt like. He threw you. He did. <laughs> he threw me in there. I love it. Okay. So go back to applied kinesiology um, because I have, I obviously am not, I have not taken hours and hours and hours of continuing education mm -hmm. on this. I've dipped my toe in a okay. little bit. Okay. Um, 
help explain to the audience, like, where does the science meet the (laughs) woo-woo? Because sometimes muscle testing, I mean, it it seems like, okay, this is like Eastern medicine or energy healing kind of stuff. So where does that and the science meet? Well, that's a great question. Um, To me, that is the science. (laughs) Um, I know muscle testing uh, sounds strange, but Mm -hmm. if you have to understand, we are connected, okay? So every nerve is connected to a muscle, is connected to a gland, is connected to a specific nutrients, Mm -hmm. like, like... Certain muscles are related to this gland and related to that nutrient and this meridian. And so we're connected. So if we're not looking at the body as a whole, then we're missing science. Because, you know, you can't just be a hand doctor, especially when there's a shoulder and neck involved that might function, that that might affect that hand. So applied kinesiology is just using muscles to diagnose dysfunction, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then figuring out uh, how to strengthen weaknesses. That's it. So if you can't mm-hmm. even hold, uh, we're not arm wrestling here. We're just holding right. two pounds of, of resistance. So basically, if something is good for you, you're going to be steady. You're going to be um, balanced, I should say. You're mm-hmm. going to be balanced. You're going to be strong. And if something is bad for you, you're not going to have that balance. You're So... Let me think of another way of putting it. Um, well, look at the difference between someone who has pure joy and someone who's always angry. I know a lot of a, a lot of people on both sides. Okay, yeah. the reason why we think things that aren't, you know, if I don't get a pill, that that's woo woo, and that is because we've been taught to think that way. Mm-hmm. And medicine only came around what 150 years ago. Yeah, we've been using natural remedies and hands-on healing for centuries and then medicine came along and said no that's so now you know that's the woo-woo is anything that's natural um that's Mm -hmm. woo-woo medicine we've been trained to believe that and uh and that drugs and surgery are the science yeah and um i think it's just a misconception and people just need to get re-educated i love it okay i love it okay let's Let's move past just the physical, and now let's incorporate the spiritual also. Because I know your faith is very important to you. It guides how you practice and what Mm -hmm. you practice and even where and when you practice. Um, Tell it first. Just tell us a little bit about your faith story, if if you're comfortable sharing, how how did you become a Christian, and how does your Christian faith impact your practice? <clears throat> well, again, goes back to my mother. Uh, my mom was so ill that we were constantly looking for healing. Uh, my grandmother and my grandfather were very, very strong um, biblical Christians. So we're not religion, just Bible Christians. They did prayer meetings at home and. I got to be a part of that. So I accepted Jesus at a very, very young age. And then the tent revivals were all over the place. So we would go to all these tent revivals to try to find a miracle for my mother. Is this like local, like in this area? No, we drove, we drove, uh, we lived in Connecticut at the time, but we drove all over, like all over. Um, And um, 
so we were we were hoping and believing for a miracle for my mom and uh she got a, a couple sometimes but mm-hmm. later maybe we can talk about how you can lose your miracles <laughs> and um but anyway i witnessed legs grow people see demons being cast out I, 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 hearing people getting out of wheelchairs um it was right in front of my eyes so uh, I know that something greater than us exists, for sure, and God in, is the only way, in my opinion. So if we disconnect our bodies from our spiritual, that, that we're all connected to God and we're all a part of God, uh, then you're, missing, you're also missing the point. So we're a physical being, a chemical being, an emotional being, and a spiritual being. All at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. So when I'm working on my patients... I'm working on their physical bodies. I'm figuring out what's going on in their chemistry, right, and how mm-hmm. to support that. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on their uh, emotional and spiritual health. So what might that look like? Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, let's say that you came in because you have um, this really nagging pain behind your shoulder. Okay. okay. I don't really get a lot of, I don't really get a lot of, like, pain patients anymore I get a lot of other issues but um but let's just say you came in and your shoulder was bothering you and then I uh I get you on my table and of course I align you and everything you're like oh it's still bothering me so that's when I pull out the muscle testing (laughs) and I will have you literally put your hand over your head which is your pineal gland Mm -hmm. area and I will have you think about that pain and how annoying it is and while you're thinking about it I muscle test to ask the body is it physical is there another adjustment that I need to do to clear it? Is it is it chemical? Do you need some nutrition to support that muscle back there, or is it emotional? A lot of times it's emotional. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, and then there's, this gets really deep, but there's a lot of points on the body that I touched. Yeah. Okay, so then I have like to figure out Lydian. which emotion it is. Okay. And then I'll be like, oh, you're really angry about something or someone. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you're angry about? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times they do. And I don't anymore get into the details of that. I just say think about it because I don't want to, I don't want all that energy on me. Yeah. And, and I used to get caught up in that stuff. And then your appointments would be three hours every time. Oh yeah, that too. But <laughs> no, it's more, more energetically. I, I don't need oh. that. I don't need to hear it all. Yeah. I don't need to hear all the war stories and all the, the horrible things. So yeah. I just have them think about it. And then I find out again where it's trapped in the body. And a lot of times... I um, will do it like a physical ankle pull or something to reset that, and then their pain goes away. I mean, it's the craziest. I hear you. It's the craziest thing. Uh, it's awesome. It's amazing. I tell everybody all the time that God put a button on our body for everything, like a spot, a point, because there's yeah. a bacteria point, virus point, organ points, emotional points, nutritional points. It's, it's fantastic. I didn't say that. I've got thousands of points in my head. Because every technique has different points, too. Well, what are they? Are they like acupuncture or acupressure points? Oh, there's those or points, too. So different points. Yeah. Where is this list of buttons? Uh, well, in applied kinesiology, there's a <laughs> there's a chart. Okay. Okay, of the buttons. And okay. then uh, total body modification has their own chart of buttons. And then there's all these different techniques. There's over 200 different techniques in the chiropractic natural world. Okay. And so um, I've got about, I don't know, eight or ten of those in my head. Yeah. So it just gets it gets insane. And uh, it's so much fun. It's just a lot of fun. And people yeah. are wowed. I mean, they sometimes they ball on the table and then they come out laughing. I mean, it's just cr- 
it's just a lot of fun that uh, and apparently uh, my dog halo is so attracted to all the fun that we're <laughs> she, that we're did, she just put her head in my lap by the way she did and she wouldn't even let me get through <laughs> the front door <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's so we've heard a little bit about applied kinesiology about all of your magic buttons and all the lists <laughs> of all these magic buttons um tell us about vibrations what are vibrations Vibrations. Um, vibrations are frequencies that are measured in hertz. So uh, everything has a vibratory frequency. Mm -hmm. Every food, every piece of food can be measured with vibrational frequencies. Um, every every word you speak, every bacterium, every virus, everything has a vibratory frequency. Uh, this furniture. Everything vibrates. Everything vibrates. And so do our cells. Okay? So... Um, what people need to, and, and are probably figuring out now, uh, three years into this pandemic stuff, mm -hmm. um, that vibrational medicine is the medicine of the future. So it's going to be sound. It's going to be um, thoughts. It's going to be uh, speaking life, you know, and I'll give you some examples in a little bit. But, um, and... Uh, I've been doing vibrational medicine actually for 20 years, but people, that word, when you say that word, they think it's a new age and voodoo and woo woo, but it's science. Yeah. So let's, let me give you an example of when you are, um, when you first met your husband, mm -hmm. right? Hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, you felt what? Uh, Flutters. Yeah, butterflies. Butterflies. You yeah. Know, you did everything he wanted to do, even if you didn't like it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm sure there's been times. How long have you been married? 20 years. 20 years. So, ever have a, like an argument? Oh, never. Okay. Never. So, you don't understand, but no. maybe uh, something. No, yeah. Maybe other people okay. do. So, <laughs> how does it feel when you have an argument? Oh, very heavy. Yeah. Like, literally heavy, sick at the stomach. Sick at the stomach. I like Anxious. that one. So yeah. butterflies when you're loving yeah. on and then and then sick at the stomach when you're not. So yeah. that our health is based on vibration. So the higher your cells can vibrate, the healthier you are. So mm -hmm. you want to stay in a state of this is what they don't want you to know, right? Mm -hmm. Love, peace, happiness, joy, health. Because those feelings literally have... A effect on your cellular yeah. frequency yeah then illness yeah well yeah. illness is a, and is feelings. a lower yeah. vibration yeah period and end of line so you know a lot of times we have illness because we're told we have illness mm -hmm. okay and um and we think that we're ill instead of like because oh something got me i have a disease but you got dis-ease before you got a disease yeah. Okay, and a disease is merely just a list of symptoms. Yeah. That's all it is. Somebody named it this based on these symptoms. Right. So, um, and then it's like, oh, my allergies. So I always tell my patients, uh, oh, they're yours, huh? You own them? You're always going to have them. My doctor told me I'm always going to have them. And I'm like, what would so it be like it. if you were free of allergies? Is that is that possible? Do you believe that's possible? Yeah. Without your Claritin or your, uh -huh. you know, your allergy shots. And uh -huh. 
And so, yeah, I just get people to think differently. So could it be that you're putting something into your body that's interfering with you from being able to go outside and deal with the environmental allergies and the pollens? And could it be that, you know, you're you're putting toxic chemicals on you and now you got a leaky gut and now your body can't tolerate God-given nature? Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. So so -hmm. that's what I try to do is I get people to think about that, get them to raise their vibration, stop claiming illnesses. You know, I get them to name it something silly. Like call it your, your, your sillies or, you know, your googly gahs. You know, when I get my googly gah instead of my sinusitis. Yeah. You know, so, cause that, that your brain hears, I have sinusitis, you know, or I don't want to get sick. Your brain hears, I want to get sick. So I just get people to think differently. Absolutely. Speak differently. Or what? I I know we share a friend because you introduced her to me, Alita. Uh-huh. And Alita yes. has the, I'm not sure where she got it or if she came up with it. So I don't want to misplace credit where credit is due. But she talks about the one command. Uh-huh. Where if you have something that you are in search of or that you're hoping for mm-hmm. or need but don't feel like you can get it. Like you say it in such a way that you're almost tricking your psyche. You're tricking your cells into making it happen. You're saying, you know, I don't know how I'm going to be free of allergies. I just know that I am and I'm grateful and fulfilled. I mean, what's wrong with saying that versus saying I have allergies? Yeah. Um, So that's the deal. And it's truth. It is truth. It's truth. But one version, like one way of saying the truth encourages health and healing and mm-hmm. one way of saying the truth encourages sickness and disease it does you know my biggest um example is going to be like aa mm-hmm. i i think aa is great it's the 12-step program go for it mm-hmm. but to live your life in an aa center as if it's your church for the rest of your life and stand up and say hi i'm laura i'm an alcoholic that's that's not of god that's mm. that's that's binding you that's binding you so once you've done the steps and once you're free of alcoholism i am free of alcoholism i'm just laura precourt not laura precourt the alcoholic you know it's just so you know and i i don't know i i'm not trying to i'm not dissing aa at all i mean it's a great tool but that's all it is it's a tool it's the same reason i got off of the crohn's disease forums because at first I thought, oh, I could get on here and maybe share what worked for me yeah. to heal from my Crohn's every once in a while. And then I really quickly realized that those for- that those forums were filled with people who identify yeah. as having Crohn's. As Crohn's. And how dare you? And so yeah. it, it, like, it, it was actually heavy. made me feel worse. No way. It yeah. lowered your vibration? It lowered my vibration. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not on the forums anymore. I just don't identify mm-hmm. as a person who has Crohn's. We, we have to protect ourselves yeah. from negativity and from that kind of language. Yeah. We really, really do. If we want, look, <laughs> we're in a battle. The world is not healthy right now. It is very, very ill. And so we have got to start teaching people how to get out of this mess because yeah. like, we are not lacking my headaches are not a lack of tylenol okay let's just get that straight they're not no or excedrin oh 
Okay. I you know that's a good one. That's a very popular one because of the caffeine. Advil. Helps with the migraines. My migraines. Advil's my jam. Advil's your jam? Mm-hmm. Oh, if I need it. If I really? <laughs> Do you need it? <laughs> You're messing with me. Don't, don't mess with me. You're lowering my vibration. Yeah. So um, so laughter is the highest form of vibration. It's the highest? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I laugh a Laughter lot. and love. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Yep, so. so laughter and love. So yeah, so it you don't have to tell me a list or anything, but I know you probably know most. Like you you have a list in your head along with all the buttons you have in your head. I do. So I have a menu. T- <laughs> yeah, that I go through. Tell me like some vibrational things, top to bottom. Like start high, high, high vibration and work your way down. Okay. Uh, is hmm. Okay. Well. Like I said, the highest vibration is going to be love and laughter. Okay. Okay. Um, the other thing is um, forgiveness. Ooh. We have got to forgive. Uh, God forgives us seven times 70 for the same sin every single day. And if we want to receive his grace, which comes with peace and joy, mm-hmm. uh, we have to be able to forgive others. So sometimes... I mean, traumas are real, okay? Yeah. They're, they're really real. And I, I experienced childhood trauma. And, um, and I went to therapy for years. I mean, 20 years mm-hmm. dealing with this trauma. And I'm constantly talking about it, bringing it up. And how does that make me feel? And the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, then one day I, I got to experience... Um, uh, a psychotherapist. I had never seen a psychotherapist. I've seen psychologists and counselors, and and this this guy told me to. Um, he told me to. Um, what did he tell me to do? I forgot. Okay, hang on. Sorry. Okay, so I saw a psychotherapist, and he had me uh, envision this abuser as a three-year-old running around, innocent, silly, wearing, you know, just bubbly, unconditional love, you know, and d- and he said, he explained it to me like, this person was once an innocent child, yeah, a beautiful, beautiful innocent child, but then life happens, and then we put up a wall, and we morph into something, another personality to protect ourselves from that, and then another trauma, and then we put up a wall, and then when we become adults, we're just all these walls of multiple personality disorders and we're so we're so reactive like you just triggered me because you're triggering a trauma that I never actually dealt with Mm. and so all we were dealing with was forgiveness I had to find a way to forgive this man and so that's what I did and it 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 was a beautiful thing yeah it was a beautiful so somebody hurt him because hurt hurt people hurt people yeah you know so um I mean there's evil people in the world but somebody was evil to them yeah. So you take your you take your traumas and you Well, so I yeah, I have this uh paper I call forgiveness work and I give people homework sometimes cuz it's too much to do in my office. We d- we do it in the office. But it basically um teaches you to go through like this this the saying um about like um how to forgive, you know, how to forgive, not just forgive the people that harmed you, mm-hmm. but forgive uh, the way you reacted to the harm, like poor abuse, Ooh. like like someone abused me, so I'm gonna go abuse alcohol, like right. that kind of thing, or yeah. or 
they gossiped about me, so I went and gossiped about them. Like just yeah. so, not just forgive the the abuse or forgive how you reacted to the abuse. And then I teach them, and then it's got ways to give it back to God uh-huh. and let Him take that burden from you because that's what He does. That's really pretty amazing. Yeah. I love that. So, <clears throat> how can you if you're if you're running at kind of a low vibration, if you're running at a low fre- frequency, mm-hmm. how can you raise it? Okay, so the first thing I do is, okay, so you are water. You were born, like, okay. mostly water. Yeah. So, um, so you're mostly water, and um, water um, is what transfers nutrients in and out of the cell. So the first thing I do is make sure you're hydrated. So you're not going to raise vibration if you're not hydrated. Okay. Okay. And then the whole premise of like functional medicine is removing, yeah, drink your water, mm-hmm. is removing things, um, is, is, okay, so I always tell my patients, like, think of yourself like a plant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were a plant and you went to me and you're, I would look at you and be like your leaves were wilting, your low vibration, right? Okay. So what does a plant need? What is a plant missing that it needs? It needs water. Water. You just sunlight. said it. Sunlight. Maybe some nutrients. Nutrients. Did you go to school for that? Really? That just came off the top of your head. That's a brilliant. <laughs> you just listed all the things that the plant is missing that it needs. Uh-huh. Okay, so if you give the plant everything it's missing that it needs and it still looks sick, what are you gonna do with that plant? Mm. You can be honest. I mean, I know what I would do. Okay, what would you do? Because I'm not a plant person. What I would do is I would just say, that plant's stupid. I guess I'm going to kill another one. And I <laughs> go buy a new one. <laughs> I go buy a new one and I throw that one in compost or wherever. You would throw it away. But yes. That's what medicine does to us. That's what they do. You go to a doctor and he gives you the medicine and you don't respond the way he's. So he dumps you to another doctor. And they don't know, and you're not responding, so they dump you to another doctor. You're exactly. You right. gotta take yeah. it one step further in your mind and just say, wait, okay, I gave the plant everything it's missing that it needs. Yeah. Okay. So now what is interfering with the plant that it doesn't need? Like maybe there's a bug in the soil, maybe there's mm-hmm. a mold or a fungus. Maybe your neighbor's pouring motor oil into the ground and it's getting into your garden. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. before you throw it away, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. And you we so you are the plant. Okay. So water, how do we raise our vibration? Water, sunlight, uh, food, which is the dirt and the soil. Wait, you mean actual sunlight? Yes. When I thought we get I was it. supposed to hide from the sun and always wear an SPF of 30. <laughs> That's really funny. I like to trigger when, Dr. Okay. Laura. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you look at like the, um, the, the graphs of skin cancer and the sales of, uh, what are you calling sunblock? that? Your sunblock? <laughs> It's like a parallel rise, like that. I'm sure that's just coincidence. No, I'm sure it is, yeah. It's absolutely coincidence. Look, you're not supposed to burn your skin. That I get. I understand. But it's the... Don't burn your skin. Unfortunately, it's the sunscreen that's causing the cancer. All the chemicals. So so sunblock's not good for us. Can you eat it? Well, no, it's sunblock. I know, but if you can't eat it, it should it like go on your skin, the largest absorbing the organ on your body? Oh, well, I'm not eating it. I'm just but, putting it on my skin. But your skin absorbs it. Isn't that eating it? Ah. Just because it didn't go through your digestive system doesn't mean you didn't consume it. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Loaded with chemicals. 
Okay. With chemicals. So what do you, I, so serious question. I'm, I'm really just teasing, but seri- serious question. Yeah. What do you think about the mineral sunblocks? I think they're okay. Are those okay? Well, if you're, especially if you're going to be out in the sun for a really long time. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you notice like if around here. Like going to here, Mexico on vacation. Yes. I don't want to fry. No, but you want to be on the beach all day. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, there's, there's good, healthy uh, protectors. There's also shirts mm-hmm. that protect you. Yeah. from burning too if you want to wear and like, you won't you won't show your cute body i'm sure on the beach but it's february <laughs> not in no, mexico <laughs> <laughs> it's never february in mexico <laughs> <laughs> well you can get a, um, a chemical spray tan if you want before you get there right? so you look like you belong <laughs> <laughs> oh i wonder what's in those what Chemicals in the, in the dyes and all kinds stuff. of terrible things. Oh my goodness! Oh, and our cute little white dog is back. That we only have really pale, pale things here in the Ingram house. <laughs> That's true. We're very really pale. pale. They keep blocking our sun, pale so it's, it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so so we can raise our vibration by. Giving our bodies what it the needs. The missing nutrients that it needs. So let nutrients. me ask you a question. And eliminate interferences. Eliminate things that are interfering whatever with you from getting well. So like Toxins, emotions, whatever they yes, may be. Yes, toxins right? and emotions. So okay. we need to detox our bodies. We need to deparasite our bodies. We need to mm. defungus our bodies. Mm. We need to stop eating sugar. Oh. I have a a, a chart. Join. I have a piece of paper. I give my patients. It's, it's like two or three pages. 178 reasons why we should avoid sugar. So sugar is. Need that. But we consume like Am four I pounds. On those those 178 year. reasons. So your so symptoms you, might be like Crohn's. No, I mean so patients don't have to come see me. Oh, you need the sugar. You do. <laughs> no, I don't care. We need the sugar so you have patience now. No. We have enough problems. You'll have patience for a lifetime. Everybody yeah, who I'm not has worried teeth about it. need to come see you regardless of their sugar intake. Uh, the ones without teeth need to come see me too. Oh, really? Because, you know, funguses, inflammation. Oh, that's I happens didn't even, even think about teeth. that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All you right. got to keep coming. If you have a mouth, go see Dr. If you have Tony. a mouth, yeah. yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, so sugar um, feeds yeast, feeds bugs, feeds parasites, it feeds cancer, it feeds bacteriums, so mm-hmm. sugar's key, man. I, I lived, my, since my mom was in bed, my dad had to work a lot and travel, so I lived on Captain Crunch and French toast, okay? Yeah. Like, I ate nothing, and, and Girl Scout cookies, they'd last, like, Forever. you know, we'd, we'd buy, like, 30 boxes. They'd last, like, a week in our house, yeah. Oh, wow. It would be, we would crunch up, like, the Thin Mints and add milk, and that would be our cereal. Like, Ooh. it's, it was bad. It was bad. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I bet so, it tasted really good. Isn't though. that weird that when I changed my diet, suddenly I stopped getting sick? I drank the right amount of water, and I was going to the bathroom regularly. And this is a mm-hmm. personal story, but I don't mind sharing it because I like... We can share a personal story. Okay. Hey, I'll share some okay. Crohn's stories that will... No, I have heard of bowel, bowel syndrome stories. I'm sure we can relate. Um, <laughs> um, when I was in chiropractic school, there was this kid who had never been... Never had even a Tylenol. He'd been chiropractically adjusted by his grandfather, who's an applied kinesiologist, his whole life. He's what we call a pure blood. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. And he annoyed me all the time. But uh, he was always trying to sell me something. I thought that was really weird. But anyway, he ended up turning out to be, like, the angelic light in my life. Because I almost Aww. quit chiropractic school because I thought they were crazy. 
for not taking antibiotics if you're sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and anyway, he, he, he brought the light like, to me. Who were you? He brought the light to me. But he was like, hey, can I ask you a question? How, many time, how often do you go to the bathroom? And I was like, I don't know, like once a week? And he goes, once a week? And I was like, yeah, once a week. Why? And he's like, you're supposed to go after every meal. And I said, oh, you're disgusting. Get away from me. Oh <laughs> I thought it was goodness. terrible. Uh, but anyway. Once a week? Yeah. And then he was like, can I do an adjustment on you? And then you just let me know if you go. And he, he did. He adjusted like tea time or something. And I yeah. literally went to the bathroom within an hour. And then I started to learn that I hey, you're supposed to go after every meal, just like babies. Uh-huh. You know, but, you know, we're constipated for sure in this country. That's, oh, so yeah. we're full of toxins. And yeah. where do they go if you're not going to the bathroom? You know, they go to joint spaces. It's all people's arthritis. and They go to joint, joint spaces? Pain. Yeah, they got to go somewhere. I had not heard. I mean, I just always... Your body reabsorbs them. Or go somewhere. Yeah. You don't drink enough water either in this country, so we right. aren't peeing it out. So we're just, then, you know, you got spaces in the brain. We're just all full of crap. We all are. All the time. Honestly. Mm -hmm. yeah. So am I. I'm just kidding. Ditto. I, I speak truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I poop regularly. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the tagline on your website. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I speak truth. And I go to the bathroom regularly. Maybe it's because I go to the bathroom regularly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> vibration. Okay. I think we, yes, we raised our vibrations. I think we're doing good. Oh, you had all kinds of stuff that you wanted to share that I want to get into. Um, talking about faith and our spiritual health. Um is you can start wherever you want, but where I thought you could start if you wanted to was the meeting that you called of uh, some of your practitioner friends, oh, including yes. me, in, back in 2021, and what that was all about. And, and I just think that would be really awesome for our, our listeners to hear. Okay. Um, I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> um, in 2020, I uh, almost lost my mind. I just, the whole COVID thing was shocking to, I mean, it was just like, what are we doing? What is going on here? Um, why is my board suddenly telling me that I can't tell people that we strengthen the immune system? Like I paid $178,000 uh, to the school that? to learn that if you adjust the spine and you remove interference of the spinal cord, then the body every system is improved, including the immune system. Yeah. And, and I got a letter. Yeah. In April that said, so I was like, okay, so everything you ever taught me was a lie. Yeah. Even though I've been healing people for 20 years, you know, it was just, yeah. So, and then the quietness and just that the fear that people were going through, I mean, fear is a very low vibration. And I think that is specifically and why powerful. Well, look, I mean, so you go powerful. to a doctor and I, I would say to you, let me, let's run some tests and see what's out. I'm not going to say, uh, I think you might have cancer. Why would I say that to you? Right. Or how many people do you know that are, that are perfectly fine and they go to the doctor and they go, you have stage four cancer. And then all of a sudden they're sick. Yep. It's the, it's the craziest thing. So, so I just found that shocking and it really upset me. And, uh, I let it bring my vibration down. I let the whole, you know, insanity of what people were doing and the wearing of the mask. I'm like, the mask? Do you know what virologists wear? Hazmat suits when they're studying virology. Yeah. And I'm putting a, a diaper on my face. Right. 
so I can go shopping? It's, it, I just, obviously, I can't. Well, I can't. and the wishy-washiness made it very clear very early that it was an in, it was insincere messaging. Because at first, they said, don't buy masks. They said to the public, don't buy masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because masks probably aren't going to be very helpful. Because they don't work. Right. And, and they're face diapers. Well, because there weren't enough. Because there weren't oh, enough that's why for they hospitals. Said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. So, Save the PPE. And then it was, yeah. you know, three months or two, three months later when the supply caught up in the medical system. Then all of a sudden the messaging has changed. Yeah. And now it's everybody needs to wear a yeah. mask. Or two. Or two. And a face for shield. For protection. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. So it, I think the level of trust instantly went down for some of us, but unfortunately not for others. For those who weren't living in fear, I, I've always yeah. known not to. I have faith, right? I have faith in God. And my mm-hmm. first question was, even when the churches shut down, I was jaw-dropped. I'm like, what happened to Psalm 91? What happened to Psalm 91? I don't have it here, but... You gotta go read it. If you haven't read Psalm ninety-one, you have got to read it. If you you should read it too. I'll us. pull it up here. It's amazing. And so that that was frustrating. I I was yeah, I was shocked by the churches shutting down too. And that's non-essential. Church was non-essential, Church, but I could go things. buy booze, and weed. Yeah, you could go to Home Depot. I could go to Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Okay, Psalm and 91. the grocery stores. And isn't it weird how restaurants, like one case, and they'd shut the restaurant down? But the Home Depots, all the big stores, they didn't have any cases. They never shut down. It was so strange. So strange. Okay, I've got Psalm 91 pulled up. You want to read it? it? The whole thing? The whole chapter? Or is there a verse? No, the chapter. Uh, it's not that long. You're right. It's not that long. Okay, so they call the chap before the chapter. It says safety of abiding in the presence of God. Oh, this is going to be good. It is good. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. Oh, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, what? and from the perilous pestilence he's gonna save me from that yeah the perilous pestilence i mean that sounds like covid right it does it was perilous and it was a pestilence uh he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge his truth shall be your shield and buckler you shall not be afraid of the terror by night i'm sorry what you shall not be afraid you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. What? It shall not come near you. So people might be dying on my left and on my right, but the pestilence won't come near me? Won't come As near long me. as I trust in God? Is that what that's saying? That's what that's saying. That's so easy. That's all we got to do. Amazing. Faith. You want me to keep going? Keep going. Okay. Let's see. Okay, we're on verse 8. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, 
because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. That means I. Tr- that's what. Let's you walk. On, I yeah. tread on the lion. Yeah. And the co- that's me. It's that's a, this you. is I shall tread. The okay. young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. It's a beautiful boom. That's yeah. mic drop. That's what churches should have been teaching. Mm. That's, but they're not, you know, because mm-hmm. they've been infiltrated. But, but that's why I never wore a mask anywhere. <laughs> not once. <laughs> I refused. And I got protected. I got dirty looks. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know what was interesting? My husband and I, we did a little study, if you will. Uh, we'd go into these stores, and man, the, the, the arrows that were flying, but my shield was on me, and they were bouncing right back at them. And I'd just smile, and I'd be like, hi, hi, because you can't see anybody smile anymore. And God forbid you were deaf. What did the deaf people do? I was really like, they need to read lips. Nobody was yeah. talking about that, though. So um, anyway, so what we did was we went to the store and we put the mask here so you could see the mask, but it was our, yeah. our and was nobody cared. Down. They were fine. They didn't even know, <laughs> you know, they'd smile. They like, she's got it. We're oh good. My gosh. They didn't even care. As long as they saw the mask, this is the brainwashing that went down from the mainstream media. Like insane, <laughs> insane. I agree. It was insane. Uh, and I I know I've told you this before, but I would actually get because of who comes to see me. You, you in wear my masks office. during because your mouth. Yes. Thing. Yeah, I get because that. I'm like it's to protect to the bacteria. Patient. I get it because their mouths are open. <laughs> but I would get dirty looks when I would start putting on my mask before treatment from all my crunchy patients. They're like, you don't have to wear that in front of you me. You have to remind them. See, I even did that. And you're like, but I'm a dentist. You're like, oh, like, yeah, I've worn this mask for the last 20 years of my life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. That's why surgeons wear the mask. Is to yes. protect the patient from bacteria that might fly out of your mouth, um, and you and you too, because you're mean, drilling. And it's they're actually the reverse. It's to protect us from our patients. No, no, I'm saying surgeons, but it's yeah. both. Yeah, it's, it's really both because you're you're spitting too when you talk, unless you have a mask and their mouths are wide yeah. open, and you're drilling and they're spitting. Stuff's flying. So, <laughs> and but you change it after every patient. Yeah. You don't wear the same one all day for eight oh. hours a day? No, because that's disgusting. Well, that's what the kids did. <laughs> I know. That's what all the restaurant workers did. I know. Yeah. That's what my they favorite was the gloves, to the gloves that had the class. holes in them that broke. Mm. They were still, they had the gloves with the, anyway. Goodness, yes. Hopefully everyone's woken up to that. We all need Madness. Jesus. <laughs> we do need Jesus. We do need Jesus. <laughs> okay. So let I have some other fun COVID questions. Okay. But I want you but I know you have some other good verses to share. So I want you to to lead into those or how do you want me to lead into those? Well, um 
one of the things I teach my patients is, um, like I said earlier, we are in a spiritual war, okay? This is a war of good versus evil, and we can see the evil now. It's you think specifically the last three years? Absolutely. I mean, we've always been in a spiritual war, but I think the last three years have woken people up to it. And um, so, so if you don't understand that there is, you know, an enemy, okay, a spiritual enemy that wants to kill you, destroy you, uh, make you sick, lie to you, make you uh, a slave, and, and do what you're told, and don't argue, and even if it makes sense, if it doesn't make sense, um, then we have to have a weapon to fight back, or we're going to lose this battle. So our weapon is faith, okay? That's where it starts. But then God gives us his word, and his word is life. Yeah. It's high vibration. Yeah. It's truth. It's love, because God is love. God is light. So we want light. We don't want darkness, mm -hmm. right? So... Um, when a patient is really struggling with their asthma, mm -hmm. my asthma, mm -hmm. my Crohn's, mm -hmm. I'm sure you did that for a long time. So did I, my, my irritable bowel syndrome, you know, my depression. Oh no, I refuse to say it. Oh, okay. Well you were awake long before I was probably. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just pissed me off. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know any better. I was just, those were my diseases that I was given. So yeah, I um, tell my pay. I share with my patients. I have it here because I don't want to mess it up because it's a good one. Um, so we do this in my office with them, and when I have to get permission from them to first that they're okay, that they're free. That it, would it be okay if you were free of this disease? You know, because if because mm -hmm. the, there's a few that don't want to be. Do well, they I say that to you? They'll say, oh, well, no, no, my doctor told me I'm, I'll always have this. Mm. Okay. Well, what if I were to tell you that you could be free of it? Well, I just don't know how. I've been on this medication my whole life. You know, they literally are. So I just mm -hmm. let them go. They're not ready yet, and that's mm -hmm. fine. So when my patients are really struggling with owning their diseases or not, ima not being able to even visualize being free of that disease, like I'll have them think about running and jumping and playing and having all the energy and being free of the disease and the – Sometimes they're like, I just can't. I just can't. So I can't even imagine it. I get, no, and the tears God. come, and I get little goosebumps, and I know that's when I need to pull the scripture out. This is what I do. So I, uh, I open up the Bible to Mark eleven twenty three, and I ask them to, um, uh, if they would mind if I read this Bible verse to them. And mm -hmm. they, most of the time, give me permission. So this is Mark eleven twenty three, and it says, Truly, I say to you, that whoever says to this mountain, be cast, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will come to pass, it shall be done for them. So your mountain is your allergies. Your mountain is your Crohn's. Your mountain is your terrible marriage, whatever that mountain is. So, so you can interchange the word, mm -hmm. but you got to use your authority. You got to use your voice. And you have to say, I command you to flee from me. You must be cast off into the sea. And then you got to believe it because God says you, you can't doubt it in your heart. Well, is yeah. it really going to happen? I don't know. You know, if that happens, it's not going to come to pass. So mm -hmm. you have to believe faith of a mustard seed, right? Believe what you say will come to pass and it shall be done for you. Does God lie? No. Does Satan lie? Yes. Okay. God just said it will be done for you. Mm -hmm. So it's as simple as reading this verse. Yeah. Okay, and then believing, and then what? Obviously, you're not going to be able to, like, smoke crack on the weekends. 
and expect her and eat McDonald's, yeah. but you got to do all the regular things, but yes. spiritually let that go. Yeah. You do not have to have these diseases. Yeah. They can go away. So that's, that's one of my favorite ones as far as that goes. I love that one. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you had another one I know. Oh, well, okay. So then we talk about the fiery darts, right? You said in Psalm 91, yes. mm-hmm. that there's, we are constantly getting fiery darts, right? Mm-hmm. People are always trying to steal our peace, our love, our joy, our happiness. I mean, go to social media for five seconds. Turn on yeah. the television. I can't even do it. Okay. When I turn on my TV, it goes straight to like um, Spectrum News. Uh-huh. Oh. And, I, and it within, within it's, so I figured it out now. I mute my TV before I turn on. There but for like go. six months, I got, I didn't want to hear the TV. I turned it off in 2020. 2021 for for sure mm-hmm. actually 20 um but within that first 10 seconds of me trying to change the channel i would hear covid vaccine deaths so illness whatever i and i just hated it so anyway so you were able to turn it off i i don't yeah i mean i i'll go to like it took me a while i'll go to oh i couldn't watch it. the news no way i when they were showing kids playing and they did the little home alone together i was like okay i'm done boom mm. I can't. Yeah. It so brought my vibration down. See, I'm, yeah. I'm in tune to that kind of stuff now. So yeah. um, we have an armor. We have to put on our armor of God every day because the enemy wants us, like I said, sick, dead, tired, wounded, whatever. Yeah. Depressed. Physical illness is from Satan in many ways. 80%. 80%. Mm-hmm. What's the other 20? The evil beings that destroy our food, our air, and our water. Mm. Yeah. Which Poison are- it influenced by satan yes exactly (laughs) so yeah it's all satan honestly we were literally okay if you go back god's plan for us literally was to use a lot more of our brain Mm -hmm. okay to to almost be telepathic but we were supposed to be beings where when you come into my presence my first thought would be what can i do for you how may i serve you Mm -hmm. and nowadays it's more like what are you doing in my space and what, what can you do for me? You yeah. know, so we just have this twisted, you know, this is everything. They've twisted everything. Up is down, left is right. Bad is good. Uh, male is female. Yes. <laughs> or, or male no and female, male female. are female. neither. Yeah, I'm neither. I'm neither. So. Or all the above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter oh. what you have down there. And, and that's even true in our medical system, by the way. My husband worked in psych. Yeah. And, uh. If you identify as a male, you will go on a male unit. If you identify as female, you will go on a female unit. And so lots of women are getting raped. Oh, well. So trust the science. That's the science that we're up against. Yeah. <laughs> the si- trust the science. They never even showed us any science. But that's the mentality is biology is gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, it. I mean, not only is it coming from the very, very top where it feels like sources are insincere and untrustworthy, but then those who aren't at the very, very top, but the the ones who are quote unquote true scientists who are doing the research and they're doing the reading and the studying, they're even at that level, there's such an immense amount of arrogance at mm-hmm the totality of what we think we know well because we have 
kind of like our NFL players, you know, we like they're gods. They know everything. Even my mom, she was like, I, I just need to do what my doctor tells me to do. Yeah. And now we're we're taught to question things and they don't like it. They yeah. can't stand when you question them. It's like, well, if you don't like what I have to say, I just go somewhere else. I mean, I, I have patients that tell me these stories all the time. Yeah. That they don't want to hear it. And if they if you don't do what they tell you to do or you're questioning why they want you to do what they're doing, they just they can't take it anymore. So they just yeah, kick you out of practice. So yeah. But you had asked me earlier about um, what God had shared with me and what I talked to you yes. practitioners about. And I, I think yeah. I got off track and I didn't actually answer that question. Oh, but yes. Please so I was really question. frustrated with 2020 and I was, you know, doing what I do. I, I often wake up in the middle of the night and, and you know, I just have to just pray because this country is, this world is just crazy. And um, so I was like, I think I was actually crying that night, and I was like, God, when is this movie going to end? Like, when is this COVID movie going to end, you know? And and he said to me very clearly, it's the first time he literally, like, spoke to me. Yeah. And uh, he said, it can end right now. And I went, what do you mean? What do you mean it can end right now? And he said, turn off the box. No. Stay off the box. Yeah. And then all these words started popping into my head. So I, I woke up and I started writing. You know, I got out of bed and I started writing. And it was like, love, laugh, watch comedies if you're going to turn on. You know, if you're going to watch TV, watch comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, listen to um, worship music. Mm-hmm. Pray. Read your Bible. Fellowship. Cook your own food. Grow your own food have barbecues, like just basic stuff yeah. that we've just gotten so far away from. Yeah. And um, and then he said this. He said, now is a time for you to hang out with like-minded people only. Because if you saw on Facebook and during that whole, it was like everybody was yelling at each other, wear the mask, you're going to kill me, you know, mm-hmm. you're killing my family, you're going to kill grandma if you don't get the vaccine, and my vaccine isn't good unless you get your you know, all of that. And so, and I was always trying to, trying to explain truth. Yeah. But people couldn't hear it because of fear. Mm -hmm. And so it just created anger and frustration and then people calling me names and stuff. So I got off social media completely. And uh, wow, life got a lot better after that. Mm. It's amazing. Um, I think now people are more waking up. I just was awake before them. But so, the other thing he shared with me was this new medicine. Medicine, why aren't you teaching your patients? And I do, but but not every day. But he said, to pray. Why aren't you giving them my scripture? Why aren't you um, playing worship music in your office? And then he said, I want you to tell your colleagues that that this is the future of medicine, mm. is my word. Is prayers, laying your hands on them, yeah, saying a prayer for them before you do your procedure, whatever you got to do, and um, sending them home with some hope. Well, and it was, I I took it as a an admonishment and a challenge at this in a good way, in mm-hmm. a very good way, um, because you you encouraged us to heal. It said heal, but don't you dare take credit. That was the other thing. Yes. It's like 
at the end of the day, no, whenever a patient says, oh my God, Dr. Laura, thank you so much. You helped me so much. I'm like, it's not me. That was all God. Yeah. I do that every time now. I didn't used to. Yeah. I used to go, oh, oh thank you. Yeah. I, you know, I appreciate that. And, but it's not me. It's the gift that God gave me because this, I couldn't teach you. I, I mean, I don't even know how I know half this stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to school and I got that, but I had to put it all together. Yeah. I had to like create my own story around it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was that was a big one. And I'm glad you that you. I forgot about one. that part. I forgot about it, that part. Well, yeah. I did not. I Stop still, taking credit. I still remember it every day. Every time a patient thanks me, or if a patient asks me to pray with them or pray for them, mm-hmm. then making or I mean, it, patients will thank God for me. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, I'm quick now to at least veer that conversation to where yeah. God gets the credit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause he does. He does. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Okay. So how, um, I'm going to ask my own question. <laughs> I like it. Ask how away. do we keep ourselves healthy? How do we protect ourselves when we're living in a world that is poisoning our food, our air, our water, our sky, and our minds? I don't know. How do we, Dr. Roy? Okay, well, I have an idea. I don't know. One, I, let's go to scripture. How about that? Okay. Okay. So in Ephesians chapter 6, um, I'm trying to be right on top of this microphone. Okay, so let's go to <laughs> Ephesians. Uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Um, basically, I'm going to... You can read it for yourself. It's, uh, I believe it's verse 9 or 11 through 20, 23. But every day I, when I pray to God, I, I ask him to give me the robe of righteousness, the shield of faith, the sword of his word, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace. Okay? Then I surround myself with angels to protect myself against the fiery darts of the devil. And then I use my authority... Because, let's see, let's go back. In Luke 10, 19, it says, I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall harm you. So I use my authority, and I say, I cancel any nefarious agenda coming from the sky, the food, the water, the air, the bugs, because they're spraying bugs on us, the 5G and the jabbed from harming my body in any way, shape, or form, or entering my body, and my family, and my patients, and my friends, and my staff, and the nations. And that's what I do. And then I cancel witchcraft and sorcery, because that's going on, and that's the evil that's going on right now. So I cancel any witchcraft and sorcery against me and my and the world, right? Mm-hmm. And, then I, um, um, and then I just thank God for giving me that authority, and for loving me, and for Psalm 91. And that's how I protect myself, along with eating clean, drinking good water, drinking plenty of water, and keeping my thoughts clean and uh, full of joy and happiness. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, I've kept you here a really long time. I think we could probably easily talk for another hour or yeah. two. But uh, but I will... Wrap- a few months' worth of content, maybe? It's... <laughs> amazing content that I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of. Um, I know you have other really valuable educational tools. Also, um, you see a lot of patients who are exposed to COVID, a lot of patients who are vaccine injured. Yes. Um, You kind of see the gamut. And I know that you have 
certain protocols in place for them too. Um, it, without getting too much into the weeds, um, is do you have any parting messages, anything that our listeners are just really, really need to hear? And, uh, and then the rest we'll, we'll say for a part two. Well, basically, you just need to know that you have the ability to fix yourself, to heal yourself, to be happy. And um, life doesn't happen to you. You happen to life. So you have to take control and take charge and just clean up, clean up the garbage. I love it. Just do a spring cleaning. I love it. Mm-hmm. So can anybody come to see you at your practice? Who should not come to see you? Who should come to see you? Um, if you want to get well and stay well, then you should come and see me. Okay. If you want me to treat a symptom, I'm not really, I can, I just don't want to. I got you. Um, if you, you know, just want me to crack your neck or fix your neck, that's, that's, I got tons of friends that would love to do that. <laughs> you know, I like the deep, dirty cases that have seen many, many doctors and they're tired and they're frustrated and they need hope and that's, that's where I shine. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so if you missed it at the beginning of the show, Dr. Laura Precourt is at Reclaim Health in Plano, Texas. Mm -hmm. Please go see her. Like she said, if you are ready to get well, if you're tired of being sick, then she's your girl. Um, If you just need some hope and encouragement, then clearly she's the woman for that too. Uh, Laura, I thank you so, so much. This has been so much fun. fun. I love it. Everyone, thanks for joining us. We will see you next time on the Flourish podcast. Bye for now. Bye.